You're listening to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hey girls, welcome to episode 54 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls. I am so glad you are listening. I imagine at some point you've seen these cringy titles or headlines for videos or articles like celebrities then and now, like a before and after type of clickbait. Now, I am not proud to say it, but I have clicked on these myself and the images you see show like two pictures of the same person next to each other, meant to contrast how they used to be and how they are now. The tone of the article or the video often pits the two images against each other. Like, she used to be like this, what happened to her? Framing her current appearance in either a positive or negative way that either take aim at the after picture as if she shouldn't have changed, grown, evolved, or aged, that she ought to always be a freeze frame of herself at her peak, no matter what. Or they aim at the before picture, like what she used to be was undesirable and unacceptable. But because she changed her looks, shape, size, weight, etc., she is now deemed acceptable and is celebrated and welcomed back with open arms. I'm not sure why critical celebrity gossip seems so intriguing to us, but this common practice of taking cheap shots at how people look doesn't just affect the celebrities in the pictures, though. When we see this type of media, we internalize messages about how we should or shouldn't look, that looking a certain way is wrong or right, that we must fit into this rigid box or else we ourselves will be excluded and rejected. As we judge others using these ludicrous standards modeled for us, we in turn become self-conscious, thinking that we're surrounded by people who are critiquing our appearance. Here's another example. You've seen ads where companies use before and after images for their product, right? The before girl is shown in the worst possible way. Bad lighting, unflattering angles, over-exaggerations, and she just seems unhappy with herself. But the after girl, as in what supposedly happens to her after using their product, her life looks amazing, a night and day difference, unbelievable results. She finally loves herself now, right? This perceived transformation is the selling point. Like you can't not get the product now that you've seen what it can do, or at least says it can do. What baffles me is the fine print, the smaller text that appears for just a moment or is buried way down where you likely won't see it. It says, uh, results may vary or results not typical. Actor portrayal, along with diet and exercise. Uh, side effects include, etc. But as the saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words and that speaks louder than any fine print does. 
The company hopes that you identify with the before image, that you see yourself in the before girl in the worst possible way, undesirable, unacceptable, struggling with yourself. So you get sold by the after image girl, the transformation, the difference, the results. And that's what they are counting on to make you feel so bad about yourself that you buy their product thinking it will change your life, that you'll finally be happy with yourself when this product supposedly transforms you into the after girl. Do you see what's happening here? Using a before and after comparison helps brands make money off exploiting your insecurities so you feel self-conscious about yourself. Now, it's not just tabloid media or companies selling things that use before and afters, though. We do it too. We compare ourselves to our own selves. Sometimes we mean well sharing our experience with a challenge or goal, but more often it is to shame our before and celebrate our after. Social media is littered with glow-ups using eye-catching transitions and trendy music in a reel or a TikTok. As creators, we post these comparisons because we want attention and praise. We crave validation from our need to feel accepted. And we usually get it. As consumers, we eat up these transformations. Can't believe our eyes in absolute awe at what people can do with these products and makeup and usually filters too. Hate to admit it, but a few years ago, I posted my own side-by-side before and after pictures showing who I used to be and who I became. And regardless of my intentions, I'm not proud I posted it. And I've since deleted the pic. And maybe that sounds ridiculous. But that's because this all is ridiculous. Perpetuating the belief that we should look a certain way to qualify our existence is absurd. Demonizing either who we are now or who we used to be, that she should be rejected, shunned, and fixed is absolutely false. We can't keep pitting ourselves against ourselves, constantly battling who we are now on a never-ending quest to find happiness from sources other than self-acceptance. In their book, More Than a Body, doctors Lindsay and Lexi Kite of Beauty Redefined shared, before and after photos tend to reinforce the assumption that you can measure lots of things about your life based on how your body looks, whether it's your health, your happiness, desirability, or self-confidence. They continue, you are not a before or an after. What if instead of thinking yourself in static, reductive terms of before or after, you thought of yourself as an in-between those two points, during. Any photo you take of yourself right now is just a during shot, captured as you experience your ever-evolving, ever-learning existence. Well, think about that quote. What would happen if you thought of yourself as a during or a now 
not something that needs to be changed, but someone who is always growing, trying new things, having gains and setbacks because that's life, setting goals and reaching them, developing herself, surprising herself, and accepting herself, not because of how she looks, but for who she is as a whole person, not waiting for an after to love herself, doing it now. This is a huge mind shift, but I know that applying it will be life-changing. And I make that promise without any gimmicks or fine print or smoke and mirrors. So to help you remember all of this, I created a not before or after poster for you to draw or add a picture of yourself and you print it out and post it on your wall where you'll see it, remember it, practice it, and believe it. That's the important part. I will link that file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number 54 on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. And while you're there, get on the email list too. Here are some more resources for body positivity and neutrality. I've mentioned these books before, and I'm going to do it again. The book Her Body Can by Katie Crenshaw and Addie Meshke. Love Your Body by Jessica Sanders. All Bodies Are Good Bodies by Margaret Samora. And The Body Image Book for Girls by Dr. Charlotte Markey. I also have some recommendations for teen listeners. More Than a Body by Drs. Lindsay and Lexi Kite. Reclaim the Rebel by Lizzie Cangro. And You Are Not a Before Picture by Alex Light. I also want to recommend a parenting book, Embrace Kids by Taryn Brumfit. And if you're into movies with this message, check out Hairspray, Tall Girl, Reflect, a Disney short, and Embrace Kids. If you have favorites to add to this list or have a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. Send an email, tweens, get the okay from your parents. You can email hello at empowerfulgirls.com. And if you have social media already, you can follow me on Insta or TikTok at empowerfulgirls. I'm not encouraging or endorsing social media, but I'm on there to offer an unfiltered, uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 54 of the 10 for Teens and Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you, girls. Thank you.